Yes, here we are again with the Pushing Rubber po- ah, <laughs> Sorry, the Greasy Pole Podcast with your hosts, Adam Body Slammer Piggot and... The great and, one, I went to the great, gym today. Yes. The, I went to the gym. The, the gym. great one, I went to the gym. This the is, gym. This is number 18. This is number 18, and I'm having to wear earbuds in my ears so I can understand what the hell's going on because I threw out my fantastic headphones and for, haven't bought another pair. And that's because you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna cry about this. Great. All right, all right. I'll survive. Yesterday I spent a grand. I spent a grand on a pair of shoes. Ooh, nice. And I wasn't even planning on doing it. But they're good shoes, right? Oh, dude. I'm wearing them right now. Oh, they are so good. They're by an English company called Edward Green. Handmade, suede, unlined. Can I tell you, my life has changed. <laughs> <coughs> COVID. <laughs> oh, Wuhan. He's got the Wuhan. Look out. I got the I got the Delta. Or is it the or is it the I think I think we're on the Lambda or the the something. Lambda. Indigo. what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a beer from Sawyer Brewing Company, one of the local brewers. It's a blonde soy, ale. Soy beer? That must Sawyer. have many fruity notes, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> soy boy beer uh, soy with many beer. fruity notes. It has an axe oh, on it. Fuck me. Uh, no, I don't want I'm to drinking, uh, I'm drinking this French digestive, which I've discovered, called Calvados, mm. based on apples. It's fucked. It, when I first when I gay. first drank it, when I first you'd know, when I first <laughs> tried it, it, it was a bit of a blow your head off, and I was like, oh, this stuff is is bloody brake fluid, but uh, oh, it's good shit, mate, good shit. Yeah, well, uh, so that's what I'm drinking. Um, how you been, great one? How you been? Ah, pretty good. No, no major complaints. Working. Okay. Goofing off. You've had both of um, you've had both of your COVID shots, obviously. Oh, oh, absolutely, obviously. Got, mm. got a couple and of did boosters. You take them in the. You took in them the butt, yes. In the eyeballs, is that? Correct? Oh no, 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 in the butt. In the butt. Because I, oh, I like to, you know, ah. I, I like to bend over and expose my posterior the way everybody else in the United States to is posterity. Doing. Yes, yeah. posterior Lovely. Lovely. to posterity. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yes, Win, uh, winning the war so on COVID. You're doing, you're doing. You've moved to South Dakota, is that right? Somewhere, I have. Like, somewhere up there, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Out here in the wilderness. And you've got you got work up there. You know, you're working. They don't require you to have a um, COVID shot. No. Uh, and you're a you're a you're a pure blood, basically. I, I am a pure blood. We are the pure bloods. Nice. It's great. Nice. It's fantastic. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Very nice indeed. Um, anything else exciting about your boring life, or is that about it? Nah, it's pretty boring. That's about it. Okay. Nowhere near. Okay. Nowhere near as interesting as Australia. Oh, Australia's been interesting, hasn't it? Oh my God, it has. Can I can I kick this one off? Because so you, sure. I, I was reading your blog today, checking up on things, see what we could talk about, and 
you know, someone had asked about updates and you said, well, check out these sites for updates. One of them, of course, is XYZ. So I cruise over to XYZ and I'm looking at this article and it says right here, the NSW government has responded swiftly and decisively, which I don't believe because governments can't do either of those, to this development overnight passing legislation imposing $666 fines or whatever the Aussie unit is on anyone who boycotts a business which denies entry to the unvaccinated. So hold on. First of all, if someone hang on, chooses... Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang I think on. that's... I think that might be satire. I was gonna. This is where I'm. I'm saying, Adam, is this satire or is this real? Okay. <laughs> if you look at the if you look at the at the heading, it says poorly labeled satire. Ah, oh, okay. damn it! It does. Yeah. Ah, oh, but okay. Yeah. Well, this this proves my point even more because, as I've said on my podcast lately, I have completely lost the ability to distinguish between satire and reality. Yeah. Because reality well, I mean, is so if you, mind-blowingly fucked up that I read this and I completely believed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll, it's satire now. It'll be fact in two weeks. Right. The thing is, is that <laughs> right. The thing is, is that while Australia on the surface seems to be the most interesting country right now as regards to the whole COVID shenanigans, it's actually Italy, which is the most interesting country at really? this time, the twenty-sixth of September. 2021 because tomorrow they have passed a law that they're basically uh, to get around the anti-discrimination laws which they the government there so unwisely passed when you know back in the day in the 2015s when there were these things called human rights remember those yeah vaguely vaguely right so they have human rights legislation or anti-discrimination legislation or whatever it is i don't know i don't go don't I don't try, I try. I try not to keep up with all of the retard legislation, you know. Agreed. Anyway, uh, to get around that, they're they're not requiring uh, employers to sack people who haven't had the jab. They're requiring requiring employers to not pay employees who have not had the jab. So from tomorrow, it is illegal. It is illegal in Italy for employers, private or public, to pay employees who have not had the jab that yeah that's that's impressive and that has slipped under the radar i've got i mean australia is like the attention whore on the beach doing the cartwheel <laughs> with both her legs in the air split <laughs> look at me look at me look at me and everyone's looking there and no one's looking at the gay sex that's going on in the background on the nudist beach, which is Italy. They're being <laughs> fucked in the ass, mate. Wow. That's... Oh man. So I'll be interested because there's a there's quite there's quite a large percentage of the population that's unvaccinated there, and of course the numbers are always a lie. So right. If the country, if the country, you'd be lucky if it's half that number. Oof. So it'll be interesting what's going to happen down there because they've also got an app which you've got to download, and it's a tracking app at the same time. It tracks where you go. That yeah, yeah, they yeah they all do. Mm. So 
Yeah, Australia on the front of it looks pretty brutal. Uh, and obviously Melbourne is the epicentre. I found some interesting information this week because these photos kept popping up of police that had a Predator insignia on their uniform. You remember um, Predator, the movie? Yes. Well, it, so, it, did they license that or is that some kind of copyright violation? Did, did they spend tax money to license the use of that image? Gee, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, so basically uh, people couldn't work out where this was from and then finally someone found a private mercenary security contracting company in the U.S. called Predator Security and Defense, PSD VIP Executive Protection Training and Facility, and we can put the link to them in the show notes for this if you want, but basically... The Australian government a few months ago rushed in legislation where overseas mercenary companies could deploy in Australia. Yeah. So that one hasn't hit the the big time news yet. Um, but I'll I'll send you the links, Greg, one at the end right of this, on. so you can um, you can check it all out. Sounds great. Um, so there's there's a lot of shit going on in Australia, but like I said, Australia is more the the look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'll just put it in chat for you. I think you can get it in there. There yep. you go. Right on. Um. So yeah, I mean, Australia's been interesting. Though of course there was the 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 siege of the Union CFMEU headquarters. I think I've watched that video ten times. It was <laughs> so outrageous. Yeah, it's it's good to see the Aussies amazing. fighting well, back the, a little bit. I heard that the CMFU heavyweights identified people from the video and went around to individual houses bashing people. Uh, um, of course, of course. So there's a lot there's a lot going down there. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Um, I want to say that that my blog I've been I've been posting almost every day over the last two weeks I've had the biggest numbers I'm going to have the biggest month on the blog's history numbers wise by a long way. Damn. Uh, and you know that I've had problems with uh, DOS attacks on my on my site, yeah. Right. Um, but I paid for internet security uh, a few hundred bucks per year, actually a bit more than that. Uh, and the guys there have been pretty good, um, and the site has been up the whole time, except it went down on Friday night my time, and stayed down for Saturday. Saturday it was down. Uh, I managed to get a thousand views out of Saturday, but I've no idea how because I could I couldn't get on the site all day. Um, so. What did I publish on Friday? Oh, what did you publish on Friday? <laughs> to get that reaction. Where and I published, is there one godly priest in Melbourne? Ah, yes. And basically, uh, I wrote that the day before, but I couldn't publish it on Friday night because the site was down. No, I wrote it the day before, and I didn't publish it for some reason. And I added the last paragraph uh on friday when i published it and the last paragraph because i had a bit of a you know sometimes you can write something and you don't publish it immediately and then you leave it in your head yes and the next day you come up and suddenly boom 
there's something that you a twist that you hadn't thought of at the time oh yes it can be very rewarding that way and the last paragraph the bit that the, the twist was i'll read it out to you so the protests have continued today we're talking about the protest in melbourne but where are the men of god where are the priests marching at the very front of the people in the vanguard they are nowhere to be seen of any denomination great spiritual priests cower in fear is there one godly priest in melbourne is there one courageous man of god who will lead the way cross held high in his hands now is their time act and that was it um and i had a few people mess email me and say you know how i mean back in the day hundreds of years ago if if nations or cities were suffering a calamity there would be a procession the, the bishops would be at the front crosses held high you know the whole procession you know exactly the sort of thing that i'm talking about you can visualize it am i correct great one you can visualize this yeah you are correct i can visualize this well done you're not retarded after all nah. um yeah nah. imagine if like a full bishop procession with several priests altar boys unmolested of course right uh you name it had been at the front of one of these protests the optics of the police shooting those guys with rubber bullets would have been mm. well i mean there's no way they could have done it no way in a million years um but yet not only are there no priests to be seen anywhere i don't believe that any priests have even thought of doing this it's not even entered their minds that's how I got I got a message today from a very prominent website who likes my stuff and let me let me read the message to you let me read the message um, any suggestions do you have any suggestions any suggestions you have on bucking up the anglosphere's morale would be appreciated and I won't mention a site in question but I haven't responded yet but the thing is is that we're not going to win this if we play by their rules if we play their game, the secular game. This is all about a secularized society. And anything that we do to protest, anything that we do to march, even shooting police for God's sake, uh, which I don't advocate obviously, um, it's, all, it's, all, it's all playing their game with their rules. But what we have to do is turn it around. So, and that's what I'm gonna to respond to this website. So back to my piece. So I write that piece, boom, the biggest DOS attacks on my side of all time. The guys who did my shit went, oh, you, someone really doesn't like you, like from several parts of the world at the same time. And they, they, they estimated that the attacks on my site actually cost a fair amount of cash. Hmm. The thing is, when you, when you publish a piece, the moment that you publish it, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's where it gets rolling you know what i mean if you cut it at that point chances of it getting picked up and get rolling again are very very slim okay like i said for the last two or three weeks i've had no attacks i've had almost 100 percent uptime and then suddenly wham and i've been posting some heavy shit too yeah yeah uh i've been <clears throat> let me let's go through my pieces let america die that was the one on thursday is it time to break Z rules? Asking for Z a friend. Rules. That was the one for the. Yeah. 
Australian constructors, workers, right? We're not unvaccinated. We're pure bloods. It's time for you all to always step up. Boom. Uh, I will not do that. Blah, 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 blah. No attack. And then suddenly I go, oh, wouldn't it be good if there was a priest at the head of a possession? Wham. Coincidence? What do you think, Great One? Oh, totally coincidence. I just just a random occurrence. It's probably just a bunch mm. of uh, white nationalist anti-vaxxers. Is that what's what I would say? A terrorist. Ah, oh. terrorist. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. 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 Not really. What do you think? Uh, no, I think there. Yeah, there's a good possibility there. I mean. And you have, because I, I, again, I looked through your stuff today to see, like, what your latest trend was. And your trend lately does seem to be getting people to take the action that they can take. And, and not, like, retarded action, like raising awareness and protesting and crap, but the taking the action in their own lives that they can actually take and they can make a difference, you know, and, and all that sort of stuff. And so, yeah, and then when, I mean, you make an interesting point, because where, where are the religious leaders? I mean, what has, like, every bishop and cardinal and priest and, you know, whatever in the world, has, has everyone bought into the Wuhan hoax and, and the vaccine? And, I mean, is there no one? I mean, I don't know of any, and I don't pay attention to the news here. Or, you know, God, I get my news about what happens in the United States from you, for Christ's sake. But... it's like i don't but it's like i don't see any religious leaders at all publicly you know saying anything that's not the the corporate line sure there are some that step up uh i mean when when the when the woo flu first came down in march 2020 the catholic church shut all churches i go to a, a traditional latin mass that is inside the catholic church even though it's catholic so they kept going the whole time um but i mean the catholic church was you know lockstep in lockstep with this and and the, you know the the pretend pope is you know constantly right. saying go get the peck go get the peck the thing is is that the priests that are speaking out about it there are there father ripiger uh chad ripiger is an amazing catholic priest and a, and and one of the best exorcists in the world apparently um he's done some fantastic stuff but you're not gonna, he's not gonna get any airtime. Right. But here's the thing, here's the thing. If he's fronted up at the front of one of those massive protest marches in Melbourne, where the whole world is watching this week, you wouldn't need the mainstream media airtime. You'd get it. Right, you don't have it right there. So where are they? I emailed my piece to a bunch of churches in Melbourne on Friday, including supposedly those who practice the traditional Latin Mass. I introduced myself, told them which which church I attend, gave them my bona fides, linked Mm -hmm. the piece signed off with your humble servant and i've heard back nothing from anyone interesting we need we need a clean out across the board 
Yeah. Yeah. It's not just it's not just a secular clean out. At this point, the church is as secular as any other. The church, you may as well call it a corporation at this point. You may as well call it Apple. Because <laughs> they've all been infiltrated. They've all been infiltrated, lock, stop. All Freemasons have all got all the way through. So they're all in on it. So the protesting stuff is helpful. It gets eyes on, but it's not going to stop them. Playing their own game is not going to stop them. We've got to get smarter than this. So, you know, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. We'll see. So what what are your suggestions and ideas for resist yeah i gotta hate that word because liberals have ruined it the way they've ruined everything uh what what are your suggestions and ideas for making progress without playing their game i think i think first foremost you've got however that move you make if you're single it's going to be a lot easier um, if you're, if you're a guy with a, a henpecking wife and a bunch of kids in the middle of a fucking <laughs> leftist prog city, you're screwed. Well, you're screwed if you stay there. You've True. got to step up. I think, and that's I think the key. The key. The key thing is, I wrote a piece today which was become a patriarch. Mm, they all yes. hate the patriarchy, right? So we've oh, yes. we've got to be what they hate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was directed at young men and, and showing them how to, to get around the university system and, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But the greatest scheme of it is, I think, what can you do at this point? You need to become a patriarch in your own life, in your own family circle, which means you have to be a leader, which means you have to take charge, which means you have to not take any shit. This is the way it's going to be. Lay down the law, which means... You have to have a plan. I mean, to be honest, I was thinking about this today. Getting involved in politics or getting involved in a lot of church, guys on our side, myself included, have uh, totally left left this to shit for the last 50 years. So we can watch the, the football game or on Sunday or, you know, whatever we want to do. Right. Play fucking Star Wars, whatever. Or, yeah age of whatever you know what i mean and we've totally abdicated any responsibilities because you know well we've totally abdicated any responsibilities yes and and they over so the first thing we need to do is start having those responsibilities and stepping up that's 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 the first thing in your own life you got to become a patriarch and that means well i mean I wrote this piece today about, it was about the university thing because Borpatch emailed me and said, listen, I've written this piece, but my my readership is far older than yours. Uh, Apparently my readership is young. I never thought that in a million years. Um, Do you want to have a look at it, blah, blah, blah? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Um, 
so I wrote the thing about, you know, blah, blah, blah. But at the end, it kind of twisted. And, and I, and I, and I went on a, on a line about pick a small town with great internet access, buy a cheap house, pay it off fast, get involved in local politics. So you're not an observer when the local council decides to embrace socialist lunacy, become a prominent member of the local church and make damn well sure that it stays hard and true to the word of God, marry a nice young local lass, have lots of children that you homeschool. It kind of went in a different direction once again, like the other one the other day. You know, you start off writing about one thing, but then you go you go somewhere right. else. And I think that I think that's the key, man. That's the key. We've got to become and I've written about this in the past, you've got to become a leader in your own home. And then and then that's even that's and that's even if you live live by yourself, like I live by myself. You gotta lead yourself. It's so easy to get up on a Sunday morning and like, oh, I'm just going to check out the video game eight hours later. Yep. There's the day gone, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I worked late last night. I got up this morning and went to the freaking gym. And as I'm leaving, you know, Cappy says, whoa, you got a lot of discipline. You're going to the gym. I'm like, well, yeah. And I didn't want to go to the gym. I would have loved to, you know, sit here and and play a video game and drink coffee and be a blob but i went to the bloody gym mm. and i mean yeah you're right the discipline and the patriarchy starts with you being the patriarch over yourself and you disciplining yourself yeah you can't you can't discipline others if you if you're no you haven't disciplined yourself absolutely not. and you don't continuously continually discipline yourself so what can we do that's what that's what we can do but understand that this, this is, if we, if we look, there's material battles, physical battles, and there's spiritual battles. This is both, and we're only playing the physical material side. And that's to our disadvantage, big time, big time. And spiritual doesn't mean that you get on your knees and pray it means stuff like what i wrote on friday that got hammered out of existence by the dos attacks which is pointing out why aren't the priests and the bishops at the vanguard why aren't they leading us and then putting pressure on them because imagine the optics how amazing would that look how amazing would it that would look? it would look oh man it would look so amazing it would look so out of place which is the entire point because that's how far we've diverged that's how far we've been taken off track in the last 200 years the the whole fact that it would be so out of place such a big deal right. so revolutionary it would be revolutionary for a bishop and, a, and several priests holding high the cross to march in front of the protesters, it would be revolutionary. And that shows you how far we've fallen. Right. And the fact that, that, that the clergy themselves don't even consider this, let alone think, think of it. We need to put pressure on them. Stand up. Lead. Risk. Be courageous. Oh, oh, you might have some backlash. Well, obviously this whole God thing you weren't taking very seriously. 
right. No, really? No, no, I, I'm laughing, but I agree. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is where it's coming down to. And whether you believe or not, you use the tools that are going to win you the battle. There is that. How would they counter this? How would their optics work? They would be fucking screwed. Because the first day, it's one bishop and two or three priests. And the second day, well, and the third and the fourth, and then they've got nothing. Or, just, just throwing this out, I mean, there, there is, obviously these days, there is a lot of anti-Christian, anti-Catholic backlash. I mean, if the religious leaders, and I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I mean, if they stepped out and they do this, would the, the mainstream media and every, just be able to somehow turn this against well, them? I mean, yeah, wow, well, yeah, the, the Christians. They now look, they're they're anti-vax. Well, like they're already being called anti-vaxxers. I don't know. It's and I, you know, I'm not saying your point is invalid. I completely agree with you, but I'm also just looking at how is this going to get used against them? Because we, yeah, you know, your point well, about I'm, the optics is good, but the first thing that comes to my mind is, yeah, but people are dumb, and CNN can really twist shit. It's not just CNN out there anymore. There's a bunch of alternative media. And everyone out there on the marching in the protest has their phone up recording. So that's a start. Yes. They can't selectively edit anymore. They can, but they get immediately shown to be the, uh, the liars that they are. Second, no pain, no gain. What have they got to lose? I mean, how much lower is religion in the eyes of so, so many these days? Yeah, that's, that's right? yeah, no, that's a legitimate point. Where has Christianity led in the last 50 years? Absolutely nowhere that I can see. Well, not true. Pope John Paul II led against Soviet Union and, and it came down, even though he was a fucking imposter himself. Um, but really, there hasn't been much. This is, this is their chance to step up and lead, you know, but apparently they're happy with just putting up refugees' welcome signs outside the front of their fucking churches. And rainbow flags. And rainbow flags. That's an, that's an interesting point, great one, because I seem to remember on gay pride parades of certain religious denominations marching there. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, now, yeah, mm -hmm. here in the mm -hmm. States, yeah, oh, yeah, the religious leaders will happily... March with the homosexuals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, God loves wow. everyone. Ah, except, except for people people protesting a, a mandatory... Uh, right, right, right. Uh, except for anti-vaxxers. Genetic alterating. Yeah. Right. You know. Yes. God will be casting the anti-vaxxers into hell, but everybody else is I bet okay. all those I bet all those leftists that have spent the last five or ten years protesting Monsanto must have be having their brains employed right now. 
Actually, no, because in their brains, there's no inconsistency there. Yeah, that's true. What was I thinking? Yeah. So, uh, hey, the uh, I think I think this is this has been the most serious that the Greasy Pole podcast has ever been. Yeah, but been it is serious, serious times. It is. It is. It? I mean, you know, yeah. There's times to make fun of stuff, and there's times to be serious. Well, let's lighten it up. I've got a few points I want to talk about. All right, let's do it. Um, I've decided that my most hated category of people, and I assume they're leftists until proven otherwise, <laughs> people that, if I ever became the supreme dictator of the world, would not just be the first up against the wall, but would be tortured. I mean... <laughs> I despise these people so much. Can right. you guess? Oh. Can you guess which type of individual oh. I'm, I'm about? I'm about to talk about. Yeah, there's. Do you want to? Do you want to join? There's so many. I know there's so many places to go, but these are. people are so far in front of anyone else in their smarmy arrogance. Arrogance. Um, yeah, yeah no, I, I can't hazard a good guess. Lay it on me. People who participate in flash mobs. Oh. I think... Yeah, I'd, I'd I never hate them more. That, but, oh my God, you're so right. I think I hate them oh. more. I tell you what, if a flash yes. mob sprang up around me, if a flash mob sprang up around me, if I was so fortuitous to be packing, by coincidence, something like a flamethrower, <laughs> well, we know what would happen. Oh, my God. I wouldn't even hesitate, and no judge would convict me. No. He burnt to death 47 and a half people. Your Honour, what have you got to say for yourself? It's a flash mob. Oh, case dismissed. <laughs> I was going to say, if I was a religious leader leading a protest with my cross in my hand and a flash mob broke out, I'd beat them to death with the cross. <laughs> they are, they are, I mean, the flash mobs are just such a bunch of wankers, aren't they? Yes, yes, they are. They are, they are, they are the epitome of wankers. And the thing is, they're not even talented. No. Oh. I mean, you know what flash mobs are? They're cover bands with attitudes. See, cover bands have always been genuine. They've always been like, we can't think up our own songs to play. Yeah? Yeah. So... We're so we're going to play just stuff gonna play you other know. people's songs. Yes. We're going to play stuff you know, the yes. wedding singer, right? Yes. But they're humble about it. You can't be arrogant if you're a cover band, right? No. no. You're the cover band. No. There's no way you can be There's no way you can <laughs> no. be arrogant, right? No, you can't. Flash mobs, flash mobs take the cover band and and become arrogant like they've written the stuff themselves. All you is a fucking supermarket. And who wants to see a cover band in a supermarket? I just want to buy some eggs. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, I saw, I stumbled upon on YouTube. Suddenly this video popped up 
and it was a flash mob video oh, and my initial reaction was to burn it with fire but then i decided just just to watch to see if all of my if all of my you know preconceptions and right, outright just... xenophobia was was warranted yes uh, it only took about 30 seconds in fact the best part of a flash mob video <laughs> is to watch the start of it and pick the people who are going to be in the mob. And you can do it because it's Spot the Arsehole. <laughs> oh. Oh. I wonder how they do... I wonder how they do auditions for flash mobs. Yeah? I wonder how they do auditions for flash mobs. Uh, are you a are you are a you jerk? An yes, you're in. <laughs> are you an asshole? All right, we got are a you, spot for you. Are you pretentious? <laughs> are you a pretentious git? Yes. <laughs> right, you can be the guy with the harp. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> oh, if anyone listening to this is so fortuitous to ever be in a public car park when a flash mob starts, all right? Please walk up and fucking punch out into next week the first female member you see. It will be justified. Absolutely. God, I hate flash mobs. <sighs> I don't know. Do you like flash mobs? Great one. I don't know. Maybe you like. No, no. I, I have no love for flash mobs whatsoever. Flash mobs, in fact, had completely vanished from my awareness until you brought it up. That's how little I want to think about them. Uh, yeah, it's it's just hideously pretentious. It's hideously pretentious, and it's so stupid. It is. I don't know who looked more stupid, the smarmy, pretentious assholes in the flash mob or the people standing around with their mouths open after the third first of Bohemian Rhapsody doing what's going on. Right. <sighs> and they whip out their cell phone to record it for posterity because oh. the rest of us, we want to see these idiots who don't have anything better to do than performing Bohemian Rhapsody in the middle of the road or the parking lot. Obviously, obviously, you're not allowed to attack them with a Stefan Muffer flamethrower, okay? Oh, obviously. Damn. But is, is it against the law? Um, I don't know about you, but growing up, we had uh, water balloon fights. Did you Ooh. have water balloon fights? Oh, hell you? yes. Water balloon fights are great. Did you ever have a water balloon fight where the balloon was full of urine and shit? <laughs> No, but the concept did exist. I personally never yeah. executed it, but the concept I was did. there. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a job, it's a job getting it in there, mm -hmm. let me tell you. I bet it is. All right. What you've got to do is you've got to get your shit and your piss in your toilet, and you've got to get your, your toilet, got to make it all up so that the shit turns into a, into a liquid, and then you, you've got to put a bunch of pure water in a funnel already into the into the balloons to fill it up a bit and then you can start getting the other stuff in in its liquid form trust me when that stuff hits you 
you ain't doing anything else. In fact, flash mobs apart, if I was in Melbourne and I was living in an apartment block in the middle of the city, just saying, just putting this out there, right. and I saw a line of police below me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> Imagine that, man. They're all decked out in their Ninja Turtle outfits, right? right? right they're... they're all decked out in their Ninja Turtle outfits. And suddenly, these water balloons that are not full of water comes cascading down on them. Those boys, those boys would drop their batons and walk. There's no way I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Why doesn't someone do that? <laughs> We're not thinking straight. No. I've given you two guys. Two things, guys. Yeah. Bishops at the front. And fucking <laughs> shit balloons. <laughs> Liquid shit balloons. Oh, my God. And I'm not talking one or two. No. I'm talking dozens <sighs> from every side of the street. Have it all worked out. Yes. Have your fucking priest walk down and stop at a certain point, knowing that the cops are going to line up 40 metres down from you, and then ba-boom, right. and then just laugh. Right there in the ambush. Just zone. laugh. Yes. What are you going to do now? Shoot us with rubber bullets? <laughs> uh, stinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why, are, why aren't people doing this? Why aren't they thinking properly? Oh. Oh, fucking no. This is funny, but it actually <sighs> is also brilliant. I mean, it's... Yeah, this, this would work. Of course it would work. This Look, you're not totally allowed to work. throw Molotov cocktails. All right. Well, All throw right. shit balloons. Yeah. I tell you what, there'd be, uh, the, the, if I was a copper in that line and liquid shit balloons started raining down on me, I'd walk. Yeah, I'm out. I'm going. Not paid enough for this. <laughs> These yeah. fucking earphones keep falling out of my ears. I can't keep them in. I hate. It's like earplugs. I can never wear earplugs. My ears don't work with them. I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, this is annoying. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the other thing I saw this week, great one, uh, was the fact that there's a bill in the Senate, apparently in the US, where they want to make um, women eligible for the draft. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I heard a rumor about that. Yes, I have no real interest. Hmm. See, once again, I get my news about what's happening in my country from Adam Piggott. He, <laughs> he, he is the nexus of information. I just, I just can't. Well, I can't. saw this. I saw this, and immediately a thought popped into my mind. And that was females being eligible for the draft. You're looking it up on the internet as yeah. I speak, aren't you? I'll see what comes up. Yeah. All right. let's, let, let's, let's let you look up and see if you can get some information on the internet. And then I'll say my funny bit when I've got your full attention. Because I have a funny bit. Oh, nice. I like funny bits. Military.com. Oh, boy. This this has got to be reliable. I mean, these guys just lost a <laughs> war to goat herders. I mean, obviously. Blah, blah, blah. Require women to register for the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And we just keep repeating ourselves. Like, there's no actual information. Yeah. Well, here's what I wanted to say. Do it. 
when I first saw this great one, I don't know about you, but I thought to myself, women, females having to register for the draft in the US, what is this to women? And I thought to myself, you know what, this is a great one. Are you ready for it? Lay it on me. I think that this is empowering. Oh, this is empowering is for it? women. <laughs> yes. It's empowering. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they are strong and independent. And you know why that's... You know why that's funny? Because these days, everything is empowering for women. Everything. everything. Like, just about taking a dump is empowering for women. I'm woman, and I've taken a crap. And then I've put it in a water balloon and thrown it on some cops. I'm empowered. Look how strong and independent I am. So, you don't get much more strong and independent than having to be forced into the military and thrown into frontline service. Right. Well, but the thing is, they'll probably end up. They'll probably end up in the navy because everyone thinks the navy is a soft touch, because mm -hmm. the navy hasn't had a war since World War Two. The thing is, I'm a student of history. I love World War Two history, World War One history, mm -hmm. uh, um, Victorian history. The Age of Sail. Naval history is basically a big thing for me. When a warship dies, it's not pretty. Oh, hell no. It's not pretty. No. Like blood on the decks, scupper mm -hmm. deep, uh, everyone blown to pieces, right. or you're trapped below as oh, she turns yeah. over. Or, I mean... Or then you're, you're in the water. Horrific. Did you know you're in the water, you're sharks. In the water. Yeah, sharks. There's, the there's oil or whatever around you. USS it's burning. USS Indianapolis. Look up that one. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, the Chinese Navy requires that all recruits of the Chinese Navy today cannot swim. Fact. I've heard that. What they do when you go to apply to the Chinese Navy, they throw you into a swimming pool, and if you don't start drowning, you're out. Because the Chinese Navy figures that if their whole crew doesn't know how to swim, they're going to fight really hard for that boat. Right. True story. Yeah. Told to me by a guy down at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> uh, the name of the Chinese restaurant is Cream of Some Young Guy. Anyway, I thought that was empowering to women. Yeah. Now, listen, you um, disagreed yeah, with me you, uh, a on, couple of weeks ago. You know what else I find fascinating about this? So here's another article, Washington what? Post. Okay, so mm -hmm. blah, 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 we're going to uh, require women register for the draft. And then this goes on and on and on. And it's about terrorist threats in Afghanistan. Like, There's not another word in here about the women registering for the draft. It's just right. It, and even if the women get drafted, here's my ultimate point on this. Even if it happens, so what? The women will get drafted, and they'll be put in the military as file clerks and nurses and X-ray technicians. I mean, no, you know, they'll get their free college, and the ones who want to transition will get their operation paid for, and they'll get their birth control yeah. pills, and they'll get their abortion paid for. 
And if they have a baby, none of them will be sent to a front line somewhere to actually fight. They will get drafted, but they will go nowhere near no, combat. No, but they will because they, they stick them in they stick them in the navy all the, all the time. The other place that they stick them is in uh, in the air force in bases. So the you know the base where the, where the where the where the where the airplanes sit. Right. And those things are prime targets for like ba bang. Well, okay, sure. They actually, I mean, I can, yeah. There's actually a lot of places in the military to get your fucking tits blown off. Well, no, that's true. But, I mean, in the Navy, though, as soon as your ship deploys in anything resembling combat, all the women will suddenly get pregnant, because we've already seen that happen. That is true. But, I mean, okay, yeah, sure, if you're on an air base and the air base get bombed, okay, that's, I mean, that's legit. And, and then, you know, the TV will go on about how tragic it was and... How you know ninety percent? Ninety percent of the women tragic, that it, were killed when the airbase was bombed were not vaccinated, yeah. and you know had they true, just true. been vaxxed. But even though they weren't vaccinated, it was empowering. Oh, um, of course them. they're empowered. Uh, they're yeah, they're women. Oh, I mean, they were so empowered. They were so empowered. They were empowered by that missile coming in. A lot of power coming in from that missile. Boom! Uh-huh. And a lot I mean, of power, a lot yeah. of energy expended, and. And they sucked up all that energy, and they were empowered for the last few right. milliseconds of life. Yeah, because that mm. missile was long yeah. and, and cylindrical, like a penis, and so it was actually uh, the patriarchy uh, was coming for them. Uh, that's the but when uh, the, it's the patriarchy. Yeah, but when Again, the, patriarchy the patriarchy hit, they converted that yeah. into strength and independence yeah. right before they died. Mm. And now it's a tragedy. Mm. And empowerment. 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 Yes. Don't forget the empowerment. Yes, yes. And a couple of them managed to get I an abortion out of it too. I mean, that's one way. I think, well, true. I think if we're going to pick adjectives for the chicks, strength and, and what was the other one you mentioned all the time? Overweight? And, uh, <laughs> uh, no. Girl boss, independence. Uh, I, independence, strength, strength and independence, strong, strong and independent. independent. Those are good ad- adjectives, but nothing beats empowerment. Nothing beats empowerment. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Right. I mean, if you're going to sum up modern feminism, it's in, it's empowerment. It's empowerment. Yes, truly empowered women to yeah. be on mood. I'm feeding drugs. my cats. <laughs> I'm feeding my 27 cats. That's right. I'm empowered. Now, listen, I got a bone to pick with you. All right. Well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. On the 13th of September, you put out a podcast, which I haven't listened to because I don't listen, listen to, to podcasts. podcasts yes, podcasts we all know. That's fine. Yeah. Stating the obvious, fat white women with tattoos believe all the lies. In this episode, the great one talks about them. Uh, People no longer want to participate in the lies. Any of them, Adam Pickett pushing rubber downhill. I will not do that. Uh, you disagreed with me, great one. Now I haven't listened to your crappy podcast. That's uh, fine. But uh, lay it on me. Tell me why you disagree. Uh, just basic. I mean, it, it's really not a long segment. I just said, yeah, Adam thinks people are going to wake up. And while that would be nice, I am pretty confident that 97% of the population will continue to be sheep for at least the rest of my life. And, Mm. you know, while there are these moments Mm. of brilliance, like Mm. the Australian construction workers, I'm like, oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. I, for the most part, I just can't, I, I don't see some kind of actual 
mass resistance that is going to shift the course of the state Mm. and switch it Mm. around so that the vaxxers become Mm. the idiots okay so you put 97 percent. i'm going to disagree with you on that just for the ease of mathematics sure and i'm going to go with 95 i'm going to say that 95 percent of people will believe whatever the state media and corporations tell them to believe right not five percent of people wake up every day and stumble over their own feet trying to work out how they manage to tie their shoelaces in the morning by the way here's an interesting thing mm-hmm. democracy right <sighs> the least worst form of people, government yeah yeah sure yeah, yeah yeah people will believe in democracy after they've got home, after driving two hours on the freeway. You can't believe in democracy and drive a car on a crowded road, as far as I'm concerned. Because on the freeway, you're seeing everyone for reals. How can you drive with... 95% 95% lobotomized morons surrounding you and acting that way, and then get home and believe in democracy. Right. Well, no, yeah, I agree. I mean, this is this has been a a thing that I've I've observed as well. I mean, just as a specific example, you know, my mother believes that everyone who disagrees with her is an idiot and that white people are all racist and all this other stuff, but she's all into democracy. I'm like, okay, but if you if you're in a society, whatever, and you think mm-hmm. that the people around you are all idiots, mm. why would you want a system mm. where those idiots can vote mm. and create laws that you, quote unquote, have to abide by? Well, you have to abide by or you have to give up your money or you have to give up your freedom. Yeah, this is the great so what you're saying of the idiots what who believe saying. in democracy. Because they'll all say, well, Christians what are all saying. stupid. But you believe in democracy, and there's a bunch of Christians around you. So who's actually stupid? It might be you. You know, white people are all so racist. Saying, I'm saying that people who believe saying, in democracy are morons. That's what I'm saying. You're saying. What are you that, saying? You're saying that you you came out of a vagina that's retarded. Oh God, yeah. Oh, you saying. don't you don't listen to my podcast? Yes, my mother is a fucking retard. Intelligence intelligence okay. skips a generation. That's for certain. Oh, so what's your excuse? <laughs> Ba-dum, bum, yes. Boom. Anyway, let's go with 95%. So the population of the US is 250 million people, rough. Yeah? Um, I thought it was more like 300 something, but who cares? It's close enough. Oh, let's, let's go with 300. That makes it even, let's, let's make it a now, nice round, round number. Yes. Because people like round numbers. The Earth will end in, in the fact, year 2000. I'm not going to go with 95%. I'm going to go with your 97%. That 97% of the population is still going to believe all the lies. Right. Yeah? Sure. Let's go with it. So let's work out the 3% of 300 million people. Ooh. How many people is that? Well... One percent would be three, so three percent would be nine million. Mm. Easy math. 
We like easy math. We're like women. We like easy, easy math. math. We want someone else to do it for us. We shouldn't even have to exactly. do it because having someone else do your math for you is empowering. Okay, so nine million people. Yeah. Not believing the lies anymore. Yeah. Well, the entire German army in World War Two was about two point eight million men. And the thing is, is they've gone worldwide on this shit. The thing is that the people who believe all the lies don't do anything either. True. Though the reason they don't do anything... The reason they don't do anything, though, is that they have the state to do it for them. Right? The, the vaxxer doesn't... Exactly. Right. So the, the vaxxer has the government to enforce the vaxxing. So you're right. I mean, the, the 97% is lazy as fuck and they don't do anything. Exactly. So my whole point was that the sleepy 3% won't take the lies anymore. And that's what you saw with the construction workers in Melbourne. The construction workers in Melbourne was actually the truth of my prediction on my article on the 12th of September of I will not do that. Does that make you feel uncomfortable, Great One, that you're wrong? I'm not wrong. I mean, okay, so, oh. but where is it? How would you go? define it? Uh, Why? It, it's I, a, I'm, it's not, a I'm not a soothsayer. No. I'm not a, I'm not a soothsayer. I don't predict the future. I just know that they've chosen to push the entire world at the entire same time and reasonable people with half a brain are starting to say, oh, you know what, why do, why do they want everyone to take this vax so bad? Mm-hmm. Because it's not hard to work out. There's no bodies no. in the street. It's not a plague. There's no pestilence, right? What are you rubbing in the background? What are you doing? Okay. How do you how do you hear everything? I've got fucking headphones on, you fucking dickhead, with a microphone. What are <laughs> well, you the doing? audience doesn't fucking hear it. Why do you have to spend every podcast well, I calling can hear attention? It. What are you doing? I'm waiting for you to finish talking so that I can tell you why you're wrong. What's the rubbing? I'm stroking myself. Oh. Well, at least it stopped. I'm going to pour myself some more of this French drink. Anyway, you weren't watching porn while we were recording this, were you? Dude, this is porn. What are you talking about? It's the best porn out there. Here's the problem with our, with our, with our 3%, though. Well, not the problem, but what I think is the reality is that the three, this 3% of people who are waking up, they don't have, you know, unlike the German army, they're not organized. And there's another word that leftists have ruined. I'm a community organizer. <sighs> but, you know, and, and so there's, the pocket, there's these pockets, and to me, like the Australian construction workers, I mean, that's a pocket, and they're making some progress, you know, but it, until there's some way, 
and I don't want to hear about the, well, but they could use the internet. You know, until there's some way for the 3% or the 5% or whatever it is to come together and, you know, do what, whatever, create their own zone or just, you know, whatever it can be done. But that's, that's the problem is that this minority of people who are not buying into the vaccine are spread all over the place. And to kind of key into what you talked about, talked about, about being a patriarch in your own life and finding your house in the small town, everything. Also, I think part of that is finding the like-minded people who are also in that small group and coming together, you know, with enough of them to make a dis- make a difference that you can create your little community, another word that leftists have ruined, of like-minded people that you can rely on them and they can rely on you. And when the going gets tough, you've got someone there to have your back and you've got someone to help you. And so it's just the, the disjointedness, the physical, the fact that they're spread across the globe and so physically disconnected from each other. Right. That's, uh, that's nice, but it doesn't explain the rubbing sound that I was hearing. No, but at least they got my two cents in. <laughs> it sounded like someone had been caught rubbing and thought, you know what? I've really got to say something good here. I've really got to get out and put something out here and let's put this rubbing behind us. Well, I'm here to tell you, bud, that I'm not letting it go. These little headphones I've got pick up everything. So, you guys, I'm learning how to get Adam to stop talking so I can get a word in edgewise. Uh-huh. For my next trick, I'm going to be on. filling up t- a water balloon. In... <laughs> Hang on. You're not telling me that I'm turning into Cappy, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Nobody could ever out-Cappy Cappy. That's impossible. Did, did, you want him in, did you want to invite him into our uh, episode or, or you uh, I, Not really. Out? Do you want to invite him in? I mean, he has some questions oh, for you that I got. I mean, Why don't you invite him in? Why don't you invite him in? Well, because for one thing, I only have one set of headphones. Oh, okay, fair enough. What are, what are his questions? Here's, here's the guy. Cappy, any questions for Adam? So here's his questions. He wants to know, mm-hmm. how happy are you that you got out of Australia? <laughs> that's a very good question i only went back to australia under duress and i got out as soon as i could and uh anyone anyone now who was wondering why that was the case should have no doubt should be pretty obvious. it's actually it's actually quite funny it's actually quite funny because when i moved to the netherlands was for the first well, up to about two weeks ago, when, when Dutch people met me, they would be like, oh, you're Australian and you're living here. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I married a Dutchie. Oh, okay. And, oh, okay. So you married to a okay. Dutchie. Uh, yeah, but not anymore. She divorced me. Right. Ah, okay. So what are you still doing here? You know, that, that, right. was, that was a thing. Yes. Up until two weeks ago, don't have that conversation anymore for right. some strange reason. It's like, oh, you're I've from had, Australia. I've had... I've had yeah. yeah, we know why yeah, you're yeah, here. You're a, refu- yes. <laughs> you're a refugee. 
I could probably go to Russia now and claim refugee status. <laughs> and then and then get all the Russian hot chicks. It's not a bad idea, actually. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a great segue, because Cappy's other second question is, are you dating any women's? Any women? Well, I uh, see. No. No. Okay. And then his no. third question is... Do you want me to expand? I mean, you can. You don't sure if you like to. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just got the impression you didn't want to talk about it. No, I mean... Um, uh, or there was nothing to talk I don't really about. Talk. No, uh, I don't, okay. don't talk about my own personal stuff on the internet. I get, I get a fair amount of, of uh, mm. offers, fan and mail, levels yeah. of interest. Yeah. No, no, no. It's just walking down the street. Ah. <laughs> um, but um, the thing is, though, this whole Catholicism Christianity thing has a kind of a downside to it, and that's you're not allowed to fornicate. Oh, bummer. So if you sin, you've got to be sorry for your sin. You've got to repent your sin. Mm-hmm. You can't sin and then go, yeah, 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 sorry. Can I say 10 Hail Marys and then sin again the next week and it's all. That's not how it works. You know, if you're, if you're, so the thing is, is that I've stayed away from chicks. I'm staying away from chicks. Totally. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm of the opinion now, great one, and this is, is an all serious, I'm not being facetious okay. here. Okay. That in the next couple of years, either I will end up meeting a nice broad, getting married and she'll pop out some puppies. Mm-hmm. Fur babies. Or I'll enter a monastery. Or I'll enter a monastery. Oh, wow. All right. With one Roosh. Yeah. No, Roosh is... Look, I'm pretty sure that Roosh is a nice guy, but I don't think I could take more than 12 hours with him. <laughs> you could be right about that. Yeah. Did, did so you know I'm, I'm, yeah. Did you read Roosh's uh, book, America, what is it, American Pilgrim? Uh, no, I didn't. I saw that the reviews were really good from people I respected. Did you read it? I did. No, it, it was it was good. I enjoyed reading it. Um, but, well, but, okay. I enjoyed reading it, and it supports what you just <laughs> said. I don't think I would want to be around Roosh for more than 12 hours either. But it, it really, <laughs> I was a very good book. I thought it was very good. I, I heard that he, that, he, that he wrote it. I heard that he wrote it very well. Um, and you know, I've never met Roosh. I've never spoken to Roosh. We've emailed a few times. Uh, that's about that's about it with me and Roosh. But um, I, he seems a bit heavy, a bit intense for me. Yes, yes, and I, I yeah, I got that from the book. He he does seem a bit intense. And and he he sees he sees like God in everything. In, yeah, in, in I mean, like, like sort of a, like an uh, like an overbearing, heavy way. Like everything is a religious burden yeah. to him. Like, what am I going to eat for I lunch? Turns into this religious burden. Yeah, the thing is, is that fundamentally, and I and I don't mean this in a negative way or an attack on Rouge, because I've a. This is this is. I have a lot of respect for the guy. 
I mean, if anyone's put themselves out there over the last yes, few years, absolutely. if anyone's got skin in the game, yeah, if anyone's him. got skin in the game, it's Roosh. Yep. All right? It, Agreed. I mean, hats off all the way. However, not using but or and, I'm going to use however. I think Roosh at heart is an addict. And with addicts, it doesn't matter what the drug is, mm -hmm. as long as they can get their drug, that's what they need. Yeah. I think that Roosh has an addictive personality. That's why he took the whole pick up chick things, which I never understood so far. Mm. And he's switched it to religion. Mm. And this is from someone who's religious. Right. Yeah, no, that, I think, think that's an interesting evaluation. I, Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, you don't, you don't cure substance abuse in addicts. You cure addiction. The fact that they have to make something right. their entire life. And I'm... I'm very happy for Roosh that it's religion, but because it's religion, he's going to come to it from an addict's point of view. He's going to approach it in that manner. And that's why what he has for lunch takes a religious aspect. Yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. And I feel, I feel for the guy. I really do. I think um, I wish him all the best. It's not an attack. I I wish him all the best, and I, I really hope that he breaks through when he needs to break through. I do. God bless him. But uh, I think I think that that's that's his fundamental issue. Next question from Cappy. All right, Cappy's final question was: He wants to know how is the Christian life going. Yeah, okay, so I suppose we've kind of answered we, yeah, this. Yeah, we've been um, talking about that sort of through the whole podcast. In fact, if I was going to think up a, a, a title for this podcast, mm, yeah. I would call it the Christian podcast or the episode or the religious episode or think up something along those lines because what we spoke about at the start there was quite... Uh, or you could call it the shit balloon podcast. That's <laughs> up to you. Could, could we call it the empowering patriarchal Christian podcast? Oh, you've been doing your homework while we've been talking, haven't you? Yeah, I have notes here. I like it. I like it. I mean, it's I think that's good. a very empowering title. I mean, even women can yeah. be empowered by that, by having a patriarchal Christian in their life to lead them and keep them from fucking up. I mean, what could be more empowering for a woman? Let me answer Cappy's question, though. Go for it. So, today I went to church. I've got to drive uh, an hour and a half each way to get to church. So, that's a three-hour drive on a Sunday. The service was at 5 p.m. I got down there at 4 so I could do confession and make sure I got a slot. The thing about traditional Latin masses as opposed to Catholic churches, there's a long line in traditional Latin masses for confession and a short line uh, to get the sacrament. And in Catholic churches, it's the opposite way around. The thing is, you're not supposed to receive the sacrament unless you have confessed, unless you're in a state of grace. Understand? Yep. So if you go up and get the sacrament in church and you haven't confessed and you've got sins on your books, 
then then that's not good. Um, so anyway, uh, I went down there today and it's been three months since my last confession. And that's because I've been overseas a lot, um, even with this whole COVID shenanigans. And I, I last went to church down there, went to church down there two weeks ago. And the reason there's a two week gap was because the, uh, the priest was in Italy for the last two weeks, but I didn't get a confession. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. The thing about taking your religion seriously is that you start, I'm not going to tell, obviously tell you what my confession was, but you start to look at your life as to really what your weak points are. Not weak points as in what you think your weak points are, because you're always biased in that sense. Maybe you might think your weak points are that you're not bench pressing 200 pounds at the gym or something like that. But when it comes to looking at it from God's point of view, you, you've got to be honest about what's going on and about what your sins are, about what your real weak points are. And for all of us, we have weak points going back, going back to our childhood years. We all have different ones. And we all have fundamental ones that define who we are. So I've found the last couple of years interesting in the sense that I haven't been able to just laugh away or ignore my real weak points. And I've had to deal with them head on. And it has had a profound effect on me. And I'm not yet where I want to be. I'm still dealing with the um, sinful nature of my personality. But when you're going to an... This is why I had the traditional Latin mass, because I've always been after the truth. I'm only... Great one. I'm only going to do this God thing if it counts. You understand? I'm not yes. an Anglican bullshit, guitars in church, kumbaya. No, really. No, no. Yeah, I, yeah again, I'm, I'm laughing, this... but I'm laughing because, yes, it's, I know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know you're laughing because, but it's to make the point, you know? It's just like, this has got to count. I'm not, I'm not dedicating my time and energy on this unless this is the real deal. Unless this is really true. Um, and so when you, you do get to that point and you do have a church and a priest which is on the money like that and there's nowhere to hide and you have to face up to what you do, then that's confronting in a good way and you know you're making progress. And I've made more progress over the last two years than I have in my whole life up to this point. And I'm a guy, I mean, if you've read my books, you know how much progress I've made. But it doesn't come close to the last two years. So that's my answer for Cappy. All right. Excellent. We're at hour 15. Profound, huh? Yeah, very profound. Profound. 
I don't, such, I'd even say deep. Such profoundity. You can't get this anywhere else, man. This is profound as hell. Is profoundity a word? Uh, it is now. I would say profoundness. Such profoundness. Profoundness. Yeah. All right. I'll go with that. Hmm. Should we wrap? Hour 15? Uh, uh, it was an hour 15 when you and I started talking. Was it an hour 15 since we started recording? Yes. Hmm. Then we should probably wrap. All right. Yeah. Um, I brought us in. Do you want to wrap? Uh, I will. Yo, doggy dog. All right. Yo, doggy dog. Yo, doggy dog. Yo, doggy dogs. Okay, so duh. Like, thanks for listening. And I go to the gym. Do you lift, bro? And uh, yeah, so anyway, go check out Adam Piggott's <laughs> writing over at pushingrubberdownhill.com. Uh, be sure to put him in your RSS feed so that when his website gets taken down, you still have all this stuff. And my crap over at cynlibsoc.com on the interwebs. You guys all know how to use a freaking search engine to find stuff. Adam Piggott is the first person for Adam Piggott, not the neurosurgeon or whatever. If you type in me, you get Ooh, me. Oh, yeah. oh, that's something interesting that popped up. I discovered yeah. this week. I've been shadow banned by Google. Really? Yeah. So basically, the when I'm when I'm writing an, an article and I want to refer back to something else that I've written, I don't keep any any history or anything. I was like, oh, what was that article? And so yeah. I'll what my preferred thing is, I, I put my name in Adam Piggott, and then I'll put the title of what I think the article. Like I was, I needed to find some stuff about what I'd written about mine, Milo. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. So Adam Piggott plus Milo, Milo, well, Milo was a douchebag, I think is what I put right. in. <laughs> okay. Um, and, uh, or Milo is a homo fucking fag, cocksucking wanker. Um, and, uh, same thing. Yeah. And that's how I find my old articles. Right. Yeah. So I did that this week. Google search results, nada, not really? my books. Like, what? like normally I get three pages of, here. of search results. Yeah. yeah. Milo is a douche. Adam Piggott. <laughs> wait, holy sh wait a minute. What the fuck? Dude, there's nothing. There's nothing, is there? Wait, wait, hold nothing. on. All right, now, now wait. try it on DuckDuckGo. Hold on though. If I just do now, if I just do Adam Try Piggott, on Duck, if I just do Adam Piggott, your website is the first thing that comes up. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. But they've shadow banned all my articles, and oh that requires God. a lot of work, my friend. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, all right, Adam Piggott, Milo is a douche bag. I didn't even spell your name right. They're at the rejection of MGTO, Adam Piggott, author at XYZ, Adam Piggott YouTube, that's not you, Adam Piggott LinkedIn, Slack Bass, not that's not you. So go, in, go into DuckDuck, try it in DuckDuckGo. No, that is DuckDuckGo. Oh, so you've got it in DuckDuckGo. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. that one right there, that yeah. was DuckDuckGo. Okay. So yeah, I've been shadow banned from Google. That is, that happened this week. Holy crap.
So I'm finally getting there. Boy. <sighs> do, do you remember back when people thought that the internet was going to lead to like this freedom of information and, and all this? <laughs> I, my God, you people are so goddamn dumb. There has never been a greater tool for censorship in the history of the human species than the fucking internet. So I normally get I normally get a few hundred people come by my site every day from search engine results, and that's plummeted, hasn't it? Today, are you ready for it? Three, eight, eight. I was close. Single digit. You were close. It was single. Single digit. Single figures. God damn. <laughs> oh fucking Christ. Oh, we're so screwed. Yeah. Oh, we're so... <laughs> all right. And yet, and yet, my website's had the biggest, the biggest week of all time. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably connected with the two. Probably so. Yeah. All right. Hey, man, I'm. It's all good. It's all good. I'm over the target. I tell you what, though. Yes. Um, you're you're obviously you're not on Facebook, right? No. Um, but if any of the listeners are, I'm not on Facebook either. I I cancelled my account over a year ago. Um, could your listeners try posting some of my articles on Facebook and see, see what happens? Them? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll toss yeah. that out. Hey, listeners, I know I got some people out there who do stuff like that occasionally. Yeah, guys, test that out. Put some article, uh, Adam's stuff on Facebook and let us know what happens. Yeah, let us know Please. in the comments on the Great One site. Uh, just just out of interest because I want to see how far this one's, this one's going. That would be cool, okay? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there you go. It doesn't pop up at all now. That is. I'm still on Amazon though. I'm right. I'm I'm wondering when I'm gonna when get. When that's gonna happen? Uh, yeah, banned from Amazon with my books because the books the books are still selling quite well. Good, good. Um, so. Hey, speaking of that, I, any is there any progress on your third book? How's that looking? Because I, I know you uh, there's I've a written, lot going on there. Yeah. So I've I've changed I've changed the book a bit. The title's changed, um, and I've written a bunch of chapters. I've written a synopsis um, for an advertising mate of mine here in the Netherlands. Um, he's quite keen on the book. Um, I'm still I'm still trying to I'm still trying to get my hands around it to grasp what it's really about it has okay you really like Bruce's book yeah American Pilgrim yeah why because number one I mean it was well written Roosh is a good writer and also because he he was very honest. Well, I yeah, I can't read his mind. I think he was very honest about just what was going on. Like he talked about, 
his internal debates, like, should I do this and should I do that? Well, if I do this, you know, am I sinning? And But if I do that, is that what God wants me to do? And so there was a, there was a lot of self-awareness where he's looking at his own self and what he's done and what he should do. And he's trying to work it through and he's trying to come to what is the right thing for me to do. And so it was this, you know, this document of his quest to seek the truth. And I so liked it could, because not, not whether I agree with him or not agree with him, but you could see he's trying to find the truth and he's documenting his thought process and his actions okay. and he's documenting it well. That's what I like. But about more it. than that, you could you could you could relate to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're reading a book, if you're reading a book by a hardcore lefty who's trying to document document his transitioning, right? You're not going to be on board with this story, yeah. are you? Yeah, no, probably not. Right. So I think I think the key thing is is that you could relate to it. Uh, I think my first book. Pushing Rubber Downhill was so successful because so many people could relate to it. I would agree. And I've had a I've had a few people tell me that Roosh's book American Pilgrim is kind of like the religious version of Pushing Rubber Downhill. Yeah, no, I could see that. I mean, just just like your first book, because I talked about how I read your book in two days. Like Roosh, I plowed through that book in I think it took me three days. Like any moment that yeah. I was able to sit down and read that book, I sat down and read that book. So the, the block that I'm having at the moment with my next book is, is that theme. That um, what is it actually speaking to? Mm -hmm. Because it, it's such a broad, huge subject. Right. Um, like you need something to you unify to... it. Yeah, you do, and you need to pare it down, and you have to make it. You have to make it individual, at the same time as being very broad for everybody. That's what the successful stuff's about. I'm not going to put the effort into the book unless I can, unless I can capture that. So Roosh has captured that with American Pilgrim. Because he told it from the heart. Right. And my first book, my second book as well, but my first book particularly was spoken from the heart. Um, so I'm trying to find that dynamic. I'm trying to find that thread. And I haven't unlocked the key yet. Right. Once I unlock that key, the book will write itself. But until I until I unlock that key, it's not happening. And I'm not just going to put a book out to put a book out. Right. I'm not do it. Because it's a huge amount of work, no matter what anyone says. It's a huge amount of work to get it right. So there you go. Fantastic. That feels like a wrap. You got anything it else? It does feel like in? a wrap. Yeah, I, I think. No, that was, I like your. I like I your. I like your end. title for. I like your title for the episode too. So that was good. All right, great. We're going with that. Cool. 
Do you want to take us out? Oh, we've already we're, gone. Yeah, out. I, you already I, took us out, didn't you? We're, we're out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to end it talking. like with your I'll tell you what. statement right there because that was I, li- I like nice. No, no, no. I'll, I'll take us. Uh, okay, I'll take us out. You got something? Go. I'll take us out. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast and you're a priest, where the fuck are you? <laughs>